Hey, everyone. I want to welcome you back to Talking Softball with Coach B. It's been a little while since I've been in the studio and actually been able to put together uh, some episodes for this. But today I want to talk about something that I think is urgent, not just to our game of softball, but to sports in general and, and actually even, I think, in society as general right now. And we just, we have to be better and we have to do better. And what, what I'm talking about is, is mental health. I'm talking about mental health for athletes. I'm talking mental health for students, our children, whatever role they may be. I'm talking about the mental health of young people. And I think for so long in society, we've not really worried about our kids because we just didn't think that the pressures and the issues and those things were affecting them. And we were shielding them from it as adults, right? We were trying to create a perfect environment for them to grow in and develop in. And, you know, I can remember when I was a kid, I don't think I was ever depressed or felt mental pressure because I was always active and always doing things. And uh, it's a different world that we live in today. And, you know, in light of what's happened recently, we've lost some very talented college athletes who just didn't feel like they could deal with it anymore and had to bring an end to it because they couldn't deal with it. And, and now we live with the effects of that, right? And everybody goes, oh, that's terrible. That should never happen. You're right. It shouldn't. Those things shouldn't happen. But we have to do better. We have to be better as adults. And we have to be better with each other on how we can identify and how we can help someone when they need it. I just, you know, I don't know. And, and, and I, I think that for the most part, we think, well, that happened to somebody else. That's not going to happen in my family. I can sit here and talk to you from experience that I've seen it. Okay. I have coached athletes who suffered, and I'm not saying mental illness. I'm saying they suffered mental health issues their environment was not healthy for them mentally and it was putting undue pressure on them and it was forcing them to think they had to be more than they could be and come to find that they had thoughts of ending it or they had thoughts of injuring themselves because of their mental health and the pressure and everything that was coming down on them. And, you know, I coached college softball for 25 years and, and, and I coached the athletes that had personal confidence issues and eating disorders and suicidal tendencies and self-destructive tendencies. And in each of those cases, you never expected it until it presented itself and you're like, oh my God, what are we doing, right? Why are we not doing more? Why are we not helping these people? I lost a great friend, almost like a brother to me and older in life and just felt like did not have any other way of dealing with it except ending it. And 
that still hurts me today because there there was a time before it happened that I thought, hey, I haven't called him lately. I just need to call and check in and see what's going on. And that was like a month later, I get a phone call saying this happened. And, you know, for part of me, I still feel a little bit of responsibility in that one because I didn't call when I thought I should have. And that's always going to be with me, right? And then not long ago, it actually hit my home when one of my beautiful daughters felt like life was getting too hard for her and she was going to explore options to end it and thank the good Lord above that she didn't and thank the good Lord that we were able to get her help and she's doing great today and I'm really proud of her and I've always been proud of her. But when we were in counseling during that time, she said something to me that really hit home. And, you know, when you're a college coach for as long as I was and you spend as much time on the diamond as you do, sometimes you forget to get out of coaching mode. And I would be a coach at home. And, and during her counseling, we were talking and she said, Daddy, I need a daddy. I don't need a coach. And that really hit home because, yeah, she did. She needed her daddy. And what I want really quick want to talk about is how everyone needs to do better and, and be better with each other, with our athletes and with our daughters and our sons and, and, and even those friends of our daughters and sons. We all need to do better. You know, I think as coaches, we push and we drive and we challenge athletes to be the best they can be. And I think that's part of it. Absolutely. That's part of athletics. But it cannot be to a point where it just mentally wears them down and creates such a mental state for them that they are obsessed with their performance. And sometimes as coaches, we get obsessed with winning. And there's still people. There's still somebody's daughter. There are daughters, right? There's still parts of families. They're not robots. They're not perfect. Mistakes are going to happen. And we have to teach how to handle mistakes. Yes, we celebrate success and we celebrate victory. But we have to teach how to handle failure and defeat. We don't need to pound the thought into their head that they're not worthy or they're less of a human because they failed. It's our job as coaches to coach and teach and give them an opportunity to get better. Because when they walk off that field, they're not a softball player anymore. They're somebody's daughter. They're a member of someone's family. 
they're a student, they're a cheerleader, they're on another team, whatever they may be. But when they walked off that field, they're not to be consumed by their performance, success or failure on that field. And that's where I think coaches, we need to be better. We need to do a better job of that. We have those emotional tirades and I'm sitting here telling you, I was the worst at it. We have those emotional tirades where we just let it out and say everything we have and we attack. But then we walk away and we don't rebuild. You know, we're like a dragon. We come in and we just destroy everything in front of us, but then we do nothing to rebuild it. And I think we have to be careful with that. And, you know, those of us in the select world now, we got to understand some of these kids are 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. They are going to fail more than they're going to succeed. And we need to teach them how to handle that. We have to do a better job. Okay? We have to be better. As parents, those are our children. Those are our daughters. Those are members of our family. Yes, when they go out there on that field, we want them to win and we want them to succeed. But we never want to make them feel like they have let down the family or let down us as parents. Because their number one objective, their number one objective, especially when they're young, is to make us proud. They want us to be proud of their performance. And we need to be. We need to be proud of their performance even if it's in failure. There's no reason when they walk off that field that us as parents continue to attack them as players because they're our daughters. They're our children. They're our members of our family. It is our job to protect them, not destroy them. And I see it too much. I see it too much. I see it when I'm at my facility doing lessons and I see moms or dads sitting there and just hounding on their daughters about their pitching or their hitting or their fielding. And I'm like, man, let them enjoy it. Let them enjoy it. This is supposed to be a learning environment. But instead, we're turning it into an emotional and mental beating ground. And youth sports shouldn't be that. Youth sports should be about kids having fun and developing their skills and seeing how they can grow in the game and, and develop a positive experience from it. It's not a beating ground. And I hear it all the time. I go to games and it's, it's appalling. Moms and dads are just screaming and hollering from the bleachers. Do this, do that. I can't believe you did that. How did you strike out? What did you do? How could you not make that play? She didn't. And you know what? In the big picture, 
it's okay. Because if we all work with her and teach her how to make that play the next time, she'll get better. But we should never, ever put the pressure on them that they mentally feel like they are worthless and they have no choice but a bad choice. And I just, I'll talk to the players. We need to be better teammates. We need to support each other. We live in a bad world right now with social media and the social media bullying and everything that goes on and everybody trying to make themselves look better by making those around them look worse. That's difficult. That's a difficult environment to live in. But as teammates, we have to understand we're family, you know? Yeah, she's my teammate, and I'm fighting for a job against her, but she's also part of my family. And if she's hurting, I need to do what I can to help, not make it worse. Teammates should never be bullies to teammates. We should never be bullies to anyone, but we should never be bullies to our teammates. We should never try to break our teammates down just to make ourselves look better. If we want to be better, then we should go out and just work harder and, and, and do everything it takes to improve our skills. And then we can compete against each other. And then at the end of the day, whoever goes out and gets the opportunity to play and get the job done, the other one becomes their biggest fan. Because the next day the role may be reversed. But if we see a teammate that's struggling, what's wrong with taking the time to talk to them and find out what's wrong? Taking the time to encourage to them, go ask for someone for help. You know, it's okay to ask for help, but I mean, we all have to work together in it. You know, you might be a teammate of someone who's struggling and you don't feel comfortable talking to them but why not go to the coach and talk to the coach about it and see if the coach has noticed it? And now we create a support group. Maybe coach can talk to the parents and we can get the person into the help situation that they need. But I just think we have to be better. We need to really pay attention to the environment that we're creating and how it nurtures or hurts the mental health of those people involved. And I know there's people going to say, oh, it's just because kids are soft today. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not the fact that kids are soft today. It's the fact that our world is hard today. Our world is hard today on young people. And it wasn't that way when I was young. Yeah, there were things that were hard, but there were things that were a lot of fun. I don't know how much fun today's young people have. And I think we have to be better and do a better job of creating an environment where they enjoy being athletes, where they enjoy competing where they enjoy going out on the field and representing their families and their teams 
and just have a great experience playing a great game. It should never become an environment where someone feels like their only escape from it is to end their life. We have to be better. And we can be. So that's my message today. I'm sorry. I, I wasn't trying to, to jump up on a soapbox. But I just, I see it. And I see it too much. And it's time for a change. And we can be better. So thank you for tuning in today. I hope you're enjoying Talking Softball with Coach B. And I'm looking forward to talking to you again the next time. Until then, y'all have a safe and wonderful day and enjoy your time together. Thank you.